creators of Relevant Magazine. This is the Relevant Podcast. It's Wake Up Friday, December 16th, 2016, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique-quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Uh, you can get Warby Parker glasses exclusively through their website and retail stores, which are awesome. We need to talk about this. I'm going with new frames soon. Oh. It's time to update my look. Wow. Uh, it's about time. Black. Black, thicker frames. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's the Ira Glass. That you're going. You're going for the Scorsese. I am. Yeah, but it's classic. <laughs> classic. The, the great thing about Warby Parker is that you can test this new look before you commit to it. Yeah. Oh, so one of the top ten apps of the year on so, Apple. So uh, Warby Parker glasses started just ninety five bucks, including prescription lenses. And this is what I love about them. Not only are they cool and quality and affordable, for every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. You can head over to warbypark.com slash relevant to order your free home try-ons today. Eddie, you can choose the five frames you'd like to try on. You can yeah. browse and just click. Uh-huh. And uh, they'll send them to you for free. You try them on, take pictures, ask your friends, get feedback on social media. I know you're big on that. Um, <laughs> I love posting pictures. And then uh, they, they give you a label. And you just mail the frames back. Uh, you then can choose your favorite pair to have your prescription added to and order it. Uh, it takes about 10 days to get I'll your I'll be having a Facebook process. Live try-on event. It's going to be, I'm going to blow up everybody's social media invites just for days. Little, just a little thumbs up. Just shoot everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love them, love them, love them. Go with them with Scorsese. Hit me with those hearts. Uh, Warby Parker <laughs> makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. Visit warbyparker.com slash relevant to begin your free home try-on experience today. They're the best. Their they app really is are. awesome. Yeah. Their customer service is awesome. Glass is awesome. Uh, you're like, you send uh, Christmas cards to your customer service rep over I at literally... You guys are like friends. <laughs> they are my... He, that, he is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a friend like that. Like I said, I'm your host, Cameron. Here with me in our Orlando studio, Eddie Big Cat Koffeltz is back. I'm not afraid to say it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, over there, our social media maven, Chelsea Steele. Hello, everybody. On the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. And joining us in the studio today, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello, and happy holidays yes. to wow. all of our listeners, no matter what your religious persuasion is. No matter what your persuasion is. <laughs> happy winter time happy, of year. Happy holidays to all of Trump's America, yeah. Eddie. <laughs> happy final quarter of 2016. <laughs> Having Jesse in the studio with us is our Christmas gift to the world. <laughs> to the world. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, we have a great show in store today. A little sneak preview. Coming up later, uh, we have uh, we have Chris Kilala coming on the yeah. show. Uh, he's, he's one of the worship leaders from Jesus Culture. Oh. Him and Kim Walker Smith. He has a new solo album coming oh, out. Yeah. And uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, Split the Sky. Yeah. It's, it's- uh, little, little insider tip. When the label, when Jesus Culture sent out Chris's album, uh, kind of a preview copy, uh, I got one, and it came on a cassette tape, and they sent a Walkman and headphones. No way! To listen that to is it. awesome. That yeah. is super cool. So there you go. Did you? Did Does you, not feel cost effective. <laughs> no, please, please tell me you strapped on some rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> pop that, 
tape in. Had a, had a had a little solo worship set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and Cameron worshipped by breaking out some little orange cones mm. and skating backwards through them up Raising and down the blade. sidewalk with the with the Walkman. Yeah, it was Kilala, phenomenal soundtrack for that. Tapes, tapes are going to be a thing again. <laughs> hey, you can praise. You can you can worship. However you want, you know it's filthy rags in his sight. No matter how sweet I'm going, I'm weaving backwards between these cones. And yes, yeah. the cassettes are back. If you go to like yeah, any record thing. shop or vinyl or whatever, there's always a row of cassettes now. Yeah. Can I ask a question? And it sounds like I'm gearing up to have a point here, but I really, I really don't. Why? Besides the fact that they have that nostalgic sound, I think like, it's just novel. Okay, because yeah. there's a case to yeah, be made for novelty. vinyl that it actually sounds better. No, vinyl does sound better. Yeah, I Tapes love vinyl. do not. Yeah. They are they're inconvenient really, and deteriorate. They're also cheap to make, so like for indie bands, it's a lot easier for them to like produce them by themselves. Yeah. You know what else is cheap? CDRs and just burning some CDs or Should uploading we, files onto the internet for free. That's true. <laughs> Dropbox, <laughs> next. Yeah. Uh, also coming up, uh, if you've been following along last couple weeks, we've had an mm. issue We've had the, our with, first rap it, feud. Really, the hip hop group <laughs> Social Club Misfits. Yeah. I have a question because coming in this week, I was thinking this is either going to go two ways. We're either going to squash this thing, right? You know, we're going to do an old fashioned beef squash, or this is going to go next level. <laughs> so what happened two weeks ago? Uh, we heard uh, the the Social Club Misfits first single off their upcoming album coming out in January, and uh, there was a, a mention of relevant in it. A pretty hard diss of relevant and. We looked at the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. we, we couldn't quite tell the full context of why we were mentioned. And so we looked at the lyrics website, genius.com, which we then later found out was crowdsourced. Mm-hmm. And somebody put up, put lyrics in there as though they were correct. But it was the lyrics that we thought we heard. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of us. Well, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, by crowdsource, I put those lyrics on yeah. Genius. And so, I did not apologize. so anyway, we talked about it on the show two weeks ago for a while. And then uh, they, the band and the label, uh, reached out to make sure. <laughs> sure that we knew that those lyrics were incorrect and actually what they said was a, a nice thing about relevant they, the lyric was um, magazine ad up and relevant it was yeah. just a positive thing they've been in the magazine and they were bragging about it and uh, and, and we we said that's not good enough so they are coming on the show today uh, Marty and Fern are joining us later mm-hmm. uh, for a very special rap lyric battle mm-hmm. uh, coming up uh, so you won't want to miss by the way people People, because we reference our last rap battle, which is about a decade. That's how, like, that's how hot that was. That yeah. we didn't even need to revisit this thing <laughs> for a decade. It was with Nick Cannon of Wild and Out fame. That was at the height of his Wild and yeah, Out. Yeah, people have posted a link to that on the podcast episode page from last week. Oh yeah, of, of Adam uh, freestyle rap. Yeah, of beating, of beating Nick Cannon in a rap battle. <laughs> uh, before we move uh, the show along, in case you missed it, uh, the reason Jesse's in town is as we had the. Uh, annual, this happens mm-hmm. every year, relevant Christmas party last night. Christmas happens every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like we clockwork. Always have a party. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. We went down to Morimoto Asia. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. had a rooftop overlooking. Uh, it was amazing. It was probably our favorite one. Out yeah, of 16 definitely. Years. Yeah. I mean, the great thing, it was like, in, it was it was at downtown Disney, technically. Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Okay. Which, so, how dare you? Typically, <laughs> we don't go down to the Disney. It's not like yeah. cool. It's a cool restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like, there were a lot of like pedestrians like on the street level. Yeah, we were looking <laughs> down I was going to say, my favorite part of the night was looking down on people 
literally and f- metaphorically. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were we were perched <laughs> high up eating world renowned food, yeah, right. and and it was a great time. Just seeing like parents pushing their kids in strollers, and the kids are crying. It's just been a long day, and you're just like, "There's too much free food here." <laughs> I'm so it's, sorry. It's, I was throwing <laughs> ribs over the railing. I can't even be more relaxed. I, yeah, yeah, I don't want this rib bone anymore. Here, you take it. <laughs> you take it down there. <laughs> Throw this away for me. <laughs> it was all fun. We uh, we had staff awards like we do every year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For lack of context, uh, the Dundies might be a comparable yeah. mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Chandler, um, do you want anything? No, he did but not. But you are sitting amongst girls, two winners. The girls wow. cleaned up. They every did. category was a female. Every category except for one. Jesse Carey won the staff MVP award. <laughs> that. Yeah, wow. you know, I could see. I, I, you know, I did it for the did it for the guys. Well, he has a girl's name, though, so I was confused I for a minute. Yeah, and yeah. there is a girl on staff named Jess. So we don't know if it was a type, but we don't know if it was like a computing <laughs> error or not. But I accepted the award graciously. Humbly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was a really great time and a lot of fun. fun. Did you get an award? I did. I got the most fun to work with award I don't I forget life of the life of the party yeah life of the work party award yeah that's nice true. one thank yeah, you it's really nice congratulations with her. Thank you. The, re- the results weren't rigged in any way I did like a formula I did this like online form and they you know in previous years I oh. skewed things from time to time did like, you? Like, I just straight up didn't, you didn't want I didn't them to be agree. out of balance yeah, yeah. Oh, would you like? <laughs> no they're definitely wrong no, there's <laughs> not, there's not, no, no way I'm going to reward this yeah. person that guy is not at all our MVP no he's actually yeah and that guy's not a life of the party at all he's a down. I don't, I don't even, even know why. Maybe they're yeah. voting for him ironically. This guy's the worst. My favorite, my favorite award that I think is given out every, I think it's, this is the second year in a row, yeah. is an award called the Most Likely to Have a Secret Life Award. Secret Second Life. <laughs> oh, yeah, Secret too. Second Life Award. Yeah. Like, you know, this is the person that after they leave work, like if, if. No one really knows what happened. Yeah, can't. Ex- yeah exactly. Like, yeah. You, we're all friends here. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we don't quite know what goes hold on, on hold after on. six. I'm, let me guess who it was. Boy, that's a hard one. I mean, Aaron. No, is this a was strong. a landslide. It was a landslide. Yeah. No, it really the, the, was. Even the person voted. All of the positive <laughs> ones, like oh, peer, I know. peer ones, all the positive ones were very closely mm-hmm. contested. Like, like the this online form, as I was looking at the results, you know, it displayed it visually, and the pie chart was like a literal pie with all yeah. the slices. I mean, it's very closely voted. <laughs> you were just looking at a big except, dot, except for the Secret Second Life one, which was entirely one color and then a little sliver <laughs> of one other. Vote. Was, I know who it was. It was the guy up front who won't give you his social security number and won't give his name. Is it that guy? How did he get in here? Who is that guy? What exactly is his role here? Is he working here? I yeah. let him in on my first day. I just assumed he worked here. He just just Chandler, I thought he like assists you or something. <laughs> he seems pretty obsessed with you, man. Yeah. Who, who won that? Kathy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she even voted for herself. I also put in there like after each vote, like tell me why, you know, so I can read, you know, nice things about people as they, you know, when I oh, oh, hand out the award. And so I'm reading all the ones of why the people voted for Kathy. And there was one, there was one in the comments was, I'll just put myself in here because I know everybody else is going to do it and just go with the flow. <laughs> and literally, she voted for herself yeah. because she just assumed yeah. everybody else would. Oh I forgot to gosh. vote this year, which is probably helpful for you because usually it just means you weeding out votes for your parents. Your parents. <laughs> Cameron's mom, Cameron's, Cameron's dad. dad. Yeah. Cameron's I, did, I did notice a few where I got voted for very nice things and nice oh, things good. were said and I'm like, all right, because no. I see who the who's saying what yeah. and they know it. Sucking they on. know it. <laughs> who got most uh, fashionable? Isn't there usually a fashionable? Uh, Rachel Douglas. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah, totally. When you think of past winners, I mean, I think Chad got Chad it. Michael Snavely was. Yeah. Uh, he was. Uh, we almost named. He was it like after a reigning him. champion yeah, for yeah. several Rightfully years. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah, he's very handsome, yeah. but yeah. it's he's got nothing on Rachel. No, I mean, yeah. she's so fashionable. Absolutely, yeah. no question. Really cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was a lot of fun. We're, we're glad you're here. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll move the show along. It's uh, time for our weekly look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, uh, comedian Nick Thune is making a comedy series uh, about a struggling church. Uh, it was announced this week that the show is going to be called Holy SH apostrophe or asterisk T. T. Yeah, there's yeah. a letter missing. What's um, I mean? Although it could <laughs> get changed if the pilot's picked up. Um, but it's in development right now for ABC. And uh, Mila Kunis is executive producing the show. Oh. So uh, uh, the show is going to follow the staff of a struggling church and their edgy new pastor which is Nick Thune, as they fight to survive in the modern world. Um, uh, Thune, who regularly performs on The Tonight Show uh, doing stand-up, actually has a background in the church and ministry. He told LA Weekly, I grew up in the church uh, whether I wanted to be or not. He then uh, served as a counselor at youth church summer camps, explaining that it gave him, quote, a peek inside the interesting workplace of a church. People think, oh, he's a pastor. He just speaks on Sundays and he has a week off, but there are actually offices and jobs, and I think it's a work environment that nobody really has touched. I've been working hard to get it out. And after 50 people said no, one person said yes. Um, growing up, Thune actually led worship at his youth group and even um, and, and even went on missions trips. He told uh, a podcast called The Secret Skin. Uh, I've been in the Philippines like two times for three weeks at a time with street kids, praying with them to accept Jesus in their heart. I've kind of been on like every full end of it. Uh, Thune said that he still believes in God, but now has an issue with a lot of organized Christianity, uh, as you would expect. So uh, yeah. this show should be interesting. I really hope this gets like a full series order because it, yeah. I mean, he's right. No one has explored. But, but the what if it place. turns out to be the church version of the great indoors? And it's yep. just really bad caricatures and just almost like offensive. It could be. Not, not offensive be. as a Christian, but like offensive, like fr from a watching a quality show standpoint, it's it, just terrible. Right. You know? It could be, or it could be the church version of like a Parks and Rec, like a workplace, an office, yeah. you know, where, where there is an element of parody where like the overall thematic thing is like the inefficiency of government, but it really has some, uh, you know, interesting characters. I have a hope that it will be I, the latter. It's for ABC though, so I think it's going to be more like The Great Indoors. They're going to have to be careful with that on ABC too. They're going to they'll have to cuz it, it could get a little um dicey for their family lineup of shows, couldn't it? Like yeah. I wonder how much they'll be able to really put out there. It, like which make, which scares me that it won't have any teeth yeah. and it won't have an interesting edge. It'll regress to The Great Indoors. Yeah. The church version. My, yeah. the, you know? the, the only thing that gives me hope that it could have mm -hmm. interesting things to say is like this after I, I kind of read about this, I started reading like interviews and things with Nick Thune and he has some really interesting thoughts about the church as a whole. Like he has a lot of issues with how we practice or, or how modern Christians practice uh, Christianity, but he seems to have a real affection for the message of Jesus, even though his comedy, if you've heard it, is pretty irreverent and, you know, can be kind of blue, but I'm at least interested to see what it, where it goes, totally. you know, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a comedian start a dialogue about church, even if his thoughts 
aren't something we'd agree with. At least he start. At least somebody's saying yeah. something. Right. You know, right? There you go. In case you missed it, uh, Pharrell Williams and gospel singer Kim Burrell brought church to the Tonight Show this week with the song "I See a Victory." They uh, the duo created the song for the upcoming film Hidden Figures and brought out a full gospel choir for the performance. Here's a clip. They mentioned relevant in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bought a whole a bunch of ads yeah. up in relevant. Yeah. And, uh, For all, we bought two ads. Th- this was literally awesome. was just like a worship gospel song on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Like that, that. It wasn't like a vaguely, it wasn't like a veiled pop song. Well, in the past, Pharrell's been open about his upbringing in the church and the power of worship and gospel music. He, uh, he, interviewed Kirk Franklin on Beats One, his show that he does every weekend uh, a couple months ago. And he, uh, Pharrell was saying, I just remember like the fire that you'd see in the church. Uh, But because uh, I was around it, I just thought everyone had experienced that. Uh, Everyone's seen people catch the spirit. Everyone's seen, you know, when the spirit runs through the church. Uh, That was just norm, the norm for him growing up. Um, And, you know, obviously... He has a, a, a wider uh, view now. Yeah, of yeah, but but he still. But, I mean, he he wrote the song with yeah. Kimberell, who's hmm. also she's also a pastor. Yeah, you know, absolutely. so he still has it. has it in him? And this, this past weekend, I had a speaking of gospel music. I had the most surprising gospel experience. I was at. I took Cohen to Epcot for the holiday stuff. You know, Disney does holidays really well. Yeah, okay. um, but you got to think like Disney. Are we about to talk about my favorite thing ever? Which is <laughs> Disney Candlelight? Yeah, well, I, we went to that. That's why we were there. It's unbelievable. It's this <laughs> evening thing. They have a 350 voice choir, full symphony orchestra, and a celebrity narrator reading Luke 2, and they're yeah. singing all the traditional religious carols and stuff. And it's the true story of Christmas, and it's really amazing and unfiltered. And Disney's been doing this for 50 years, uh, all the way back to Disneyland. Uh, and it's amazing. They haven't changed it at all. They, they celebrate the religious aspect of the holiday. But beyond that one show, you would think Disney right. is very uh, ex- uh, welcoming of all all people, Inclusive. all customers, yeah, and, right? yeah. and they are not. And, and <laughs> <laughs> they, they, keep, they keep the Christ in Christmas. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so uh, we're just walking around in the afternoon before that night show thing, and there was a Christmas gospel uh, group, uh, like black gospel group, that are like Disney employees. One like a uh, group they brought in. Yeah. It's like this is a regular thing. And, you know, we're just happening walking by and we stopped and listened and, you know, uh, they're singing and I figured it would be Christmas carols, but it, it, it wasn't. It was just church music. And all of a sudden then like leading people in worship, like 
praise dancing, like awesome. it, like Fred, Fred Hammond songs and like whatever. And literally church happened wow. in At the Disney. big, huge, open <laughs> middle part of Epcot. And it was drawing people in and people were like, what is this? And I mean, it was like, that's so cool. What a witness. It yeah. was unbelievable. And then all the Christians that were walking through were like, oh, and like they're putting their hands <laughs> up and like it was, it was <laughs> unreal. Where were they? at Epcot because I think that the setting of it matters. So, so, you're right. Okay, so you know the world, not the World Showcase, you know the Innoventions, that big courtyard thing? Very aware. Yeah, yeah. So there's that huge open area right in the heart in the middle of the park. They built a stage Whoa. and it was right there. Wow. That's cool. I couldn't believe, it wasn't like some side thing. I, it was, I was baffled by it, yeah. honestly. Because if I walked in and it was like some other religion having that kind of stage, I'd be kind of like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was legit. I didn't even go to church the next day because I had church. <laughs> I mean, you got the yeah. fell. I mean, I was done. Yeah, you only need it once a week. I don't go to church anytime I go to a theme park. You know what I'm saying? I figure, you know what? I think, I think Shamu is majestic. I'm oh, good. Gosh. I saw God's glory in yeah. nature. Yeah. That's how, I don't need to go to that's church. That's how God yeah. intended Shamu to be. I did, I did mm-hmm. go to church the next day, but I actually did think about it. I, mean, I don't need to. Yeah, I really I mean, I, I got up that morning. I'm like, I'm good. I'm just like, I'm like doubling up. You, you right got now. a pass that lasts like two months. So if you want to play hooky one Sunday, you're good. Technically, yeah. technically, according yeah. to the rule book, uh-huh. you're good. It's more about how many did you get in the 60 day period? Did was it technically Sunday or was I <laughs> at a Disney World where people were sticking in the back? It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're good. Did they pass out little Mickey shaped communion wafers? Is that a joke we can make? No, no, it's just the ears. It's just the Mickey ears. No, that's all it is. It's just the ears. It's a very nice touch. Are we still talking about Disney Candlelight? Because I did sing in that for four years. Did, in a row. You, did really? you really? How? I mean, I mean, knowing what you know about me and how much we've learned about each other over the years, like, of course I did. Like, right? I, was, I'm I did sing some very earnest, enthusiastic youth choir yes. members yes. on, yeah. on side, the periphery. That's right. Yeah, on the right and left side, the adult choir <laughs> in the middle, shaped in a Christmas tree. Now, of course, here's, here's a human a, Christmas tree. Here's how, a how many solos did you create for yourself? <laughs> um, my entire <laughs> runs did like, you I do? Had a moment. There was like a moment between songs where the director was like, <clears throat> yeah. and you just hear Eddie like, fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gary Sinise is reading, and I'm just <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary, can I jump in? I just kind of feel I need to just whistling bring Seen it towards some gene here yeah it was uh yeah so that's how they do it is they have a real professional choir right. with many uh, microphones correct and then they have a high school choir with three on either side very few microphones yeah but yeah it was amazing yeah i could still rock that tenor part if I, we ever go together it was cohen's first time seeing anything like that like seeing a live symphony and like and, cool. and he was really i mean he really enjoyed it yeah. and i was like okay done this is an annual tradition for our family growing yeah. up I mean, shout for joy i mean that's how it starts lift your voice it's, it's amazing that's the tenor part some of you probably are more familiar with the alto <laughs> i mean tenor's more difficult Sing so there's only a, a few of us uh that have the gift yeah. the pipes but the a gift. lot of us uh kind of had a sort of late bloomers we were able to sing tenor well into their 20s. <laughs> uh, in case you missed it, uh, uh, Chris Pratt is uh, appearing on our podcast one more time. Uh, he says he'd be yes. open to a Parks and Rec reunion. Uh, he was recently a guest on the radio show Sway in the morning and uh, was asked by a caller if the world has seen the last of Burt Macklin, the FBI agent alter ego of Andy Dwyer from the NBC is sitcom. Sway like from MTV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. he has a great, a really popular uh, Sirius XM um, morning show. Good for uh, him. A lot of, he'll have a lot of like rappers come on and do freestyles and stuff. And and famously, a few weeks ago, Shia LaBeouf did one. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah, and, 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 and like s- like killed it, killed it. Yeah. Everybody's blown away, including crazy. rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I think it was was it this week? Was it Kendrick? Ch- it was Chance. Chance the rapper tweeted, "Hey." 
like no shade. I'd totally buy a Shia LaBeouf yeah. rap album. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, Didn't he get into like hot water a while back for stealing someone's rap? There was a video of him of Shia freestyling, oh, yeah. and then it came out that it was like. Yeah, I mean he's he's appropriated <laughs> a lot of things, but I think this, I think the one on Sway. Was well, Sway original. wasn't a true freestyle. I mean, it, he did write some pre, like prepare some of the stuff. He threw a couple of like freestyle references in yeah. it to kind of like make it seem completely right. freestyle. But people in the room and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Any yeah. rapper has they're writing lyrics all the time. I mean, yeah. it's not like you know, very few rappers are true freestyle, and it's incredibly impressive when you see them. Yeah, and you can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, this has nothing to do with Chris Pratt, except he just had me on the same show. Um, <laughs> so even though he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world at the moment, uh, uh, Pratt did say we may not have seen the last from the gang from Pawnee. Here's a clip. I would never rule it out. Uh, there's there's jobs that I've done in the past where I could safely say, no, I'll never do that again. But Parks and Rec is not one of them. I mean, we did do seven seasons, you know, somewhere along the lines of 150 episodes. So eventually you start running out of stories to tell. But because that because of the nature of that show kind of mimicking time, I, I I definitely wouldn't rule out seeing it again, seeing us get back together for something for a movie or for a, you know another another season down the line, I lo- possible spinoffs or whatever. I love the character of Andy Dwyer so much. I put so much of my heart and my soul into that character. So my comedic clown, the, the my comedic shtick that I've been working on since I could walk, is that character. He's the personification of everything about me and that is oh, comedic. Wow. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. on that show for 150 episodes is just a dream come true. So I would, I would definitely bring it back. How are you feeling over I, there, Eddie? I mean, <laughs> when I look back and people are like, hey, would you do another run of the relevant podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look back and go, well, yeah, of course. It's so fun. I was just, I got to be I, fun. I poured every bit of my Yeah, like maybe I didn't have any. So you had, you had, you had, people and be funny. okay, okay, Eddie, here's the thing. You, <laughs> moments ago, moments. you were talking about how years ago, you had a very small part in a candlelight service. There are that, no small parts. There are only high voices. And, and how <laughs> meaningful it was to you and how formative it was. <laughs> right. And here you have an earnest Hollywood star talking about how no. he would lower himself to go back to a no. character that people love. No. And you're like, oh, who does he think he is? No, no, no one cares. Chris Pratt. No, 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 wasn't that. No, no, first of all, it's like you can't even hear the lyrics. Like, listen to what I was saying. I was saying okay. that when he, I was all Your body going, language speaks volumes, by the way, but continue. <laughs> That's because I have terrible posture. Um, it's uh, mostly, it was like when he was like, I poured my heart and my soul into yeah, that. That's into where Andy like, Don't be so actor. <laughs> and I both rolled our eyes I think at even that. he, as an actor listening to himself, would have made fun of himself <laughs> for saying something so actory. Uh, but yeah. that would be an amazing reunion, but it would be. I mean, all of the people have just exploded in stardom. Yeah, because except for Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, Aziz Ansari's a huge star. Amy Poehler's just as big, if not bigger, than when she was on. Ron Swanson. Yeah, the whole cast has gone. Everybody. Yeah, has gone on to (laughs) Rashida Jones. Yeah, so it would be hard to pull off, I think. Yeah. Well, in case you missed it, uh, this week the story of Tim Tebow's crazy John three sixteen coincidence went viral. Uh, He was a guest on Harry Connick Jr.'s talk show. That's a thing. Yeah, it's got to bury the lead there. Harry Connick Jr has got a great daytime show. I mean, <laughs> hey, I don't know how long or what he's his secret a, is. He's he on a, looks great. He's on a TV long. talk show? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. called Harry. Probably um, airing oh, right now. The, uh, Jesse and I were home. Uh, we got out of work early yesterday to get we ready for home. the show and we went over to the house. It was around 4.30. Could you and please I, tell me you watch Harry? And I was like, well, <laughs> hey, Jesse, you want to throw a TV on? I, I, It occurred to me, I haven't watched a daytime, I don't, daytime television mm-hmm. in 
15 years. I don't have any clue what's on on so, television. So, like Harry, so, it, so conceivably, like Harry Connick Jr. could be like as big as Oprah right now, and we just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <It's out> <laughs> hey, yeah, Tebow on. That's a big deal. this podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was on here, you know. He's on here first. Yeah. You couldn't really hear him. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I think they didn't have mic'd up very well on Harry Connick yeah. <laughs> We're going to play a clip, I think, but. Uh, kind of hard to hear him. He was driving with, it was like a carpool karaoke and it just didn't work out. So Timo was on Harry Connick Jr.'s talk show talking about his new book, Shaken, and he recounted a story from his NFL playing days that happened exactly three years after he wore the John 316 eye black during the national championship game. Here's what he said. We were playing for the national championship um, in college on January 8th, 2009. And I decided to wear John 316 under my eyes. And during the game, uh, 94 million people Googled John 316. And it was a pretty cool moment. Well, exactly three years later, we happened to be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round of the playoffs when I was with the Denver Broncos. And I didn't even know that it was exactly three years later. It was uh, January 12th or January 8, 2012, exactly three years later to the day. I just went out there and tried to do whatever I could to win a playoff game. And afterwards, I'm going into the press conference because I love talking to the media. <laughs> Aaron. And uh, our PR guy jumps in front of me and says, Timmy, did you realize what happened? I was like, yeah, we just beat the Steelers. We're going to play the Patriots. He was like, no, did you realize what happened? I was like, all right, Patrick, what's up? He said, it's exactly three years later from the day that you wore John 316 in your eyes. I was like, oh, that's really cool. He said, no, I don't think you realize what happened. During the game, you threw for 316 yards. No. Your yards per rush were 3.16. Your yards per completion were 31.6. The ratings for the game were 31.6. And the time of possession was 31.6. And during the game, 90 million people had already Googled John 316. and It was the number one trending thing on Facebook and Twitter. And a lot of people will say, it's coincidence. I say, big God. Hello. Whoa, 10,000 uh, reasons. His QB rating for the game was 31.6 out of 100. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That's hey. pretty bad. Yeah. Works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't win. They didn't win. It was Tebow time. Yeah. Uh, in case you missed it, Denzel Washington, who was the subject of a fake news story, spoke out on fake news. Um, the actor was recently on the red carpet promoting his film Fences, which apparently is a thing. Oh, hold and, on. The update. Yeah. Uh, Chandler just told me when we heard that last clip, we were 31 minutes and six seconds into the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you say, ways, hey, you man. sound like a Facebook commenter. <laughs> so cynical. So cynical. You sorry. should read these. I'm sorry to interrupt this. This is an earnest story <laughs> from a national sports icon. This can't get any weirder. has been a guest on this show, Eddie. Yeah, so, that's so crazy. So Denzel was asked about the fake news phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, and, and in the run-up to the election, a story circulated claiming that he had made an unexpected uh, political endorsement. Uh, Denzel's response to a Washington Post reporter's uh, question about fake news underscored a need for high standards in journalism. Here's what he said. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. So what do you do? Preach. That's a great question. What is the long-term effect of too much information? One of the effects is the need to be first, not even to be true anymore. So what a responsibility you all have to be, to tell the truth, not just to be first, but to tell the truth. We live in a society now where it's just first. Who cares? Get it out there. We don't care who it hurts. We don't care who we destroy. We don't care if it's true. Just say it. Sell it. Anything you practice, you'll get good at, including BS. 
<laughs> then, he, then he smacked the reporter in the yeah. face and walked away. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> I would pay $7 to listen to two hours of that. Thank you. Like, that is not, okay, for people that are like, is he reading like from a script? Like, nope. did someone give it, is he in a movie about journalism? Yeah. In, 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 in an era where every, you know, they're citizen journalists, yeah. where we all have this responsibility. Right. This was not dialogue. He's just walking down there. That's how not only Denzel Washington always talks, right. like he's making right. the climatic speech in a movie, but that's just how he thinks. Right. His mind thinks like he's he's you know. Yeah. he got if he has an audience, he's he's gonna monologue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody call an ambulance. That's another great <laughs> yeah. quote. Yeah. And by the way, I, I, do, I do I am aware that I would only pay matinee prices to see Denzel. I, I said seven dollars was my max. That's about right. I like Denzel a lot. You would do a full evening date. You would and just do a Saturday afternoon matinee? Oh, I, I would. There's something about, like, he is just one of those actors that, even if the movie is marginal, he just compels me. Because he's always that guy. The yeah. guy you just heard, mm-hmm. it's, it's in every movie, and I just always like that yeah, guy. Um, hey, quick update. I just went out to get a snack. Uh, there are three donuts left and 16 cookies no left. Way. Wow. Oh. Mysterious ways. Yeah, there you go. Alright, well, that'll do it for... In case you missed it. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. to Kiara. The song is gold. Um, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Glass Animals with the single Youth. Uh, what we're doing this episode and next is ending the year looking back at some of the best songs of 2016. Uh, this was an awesome year for music. If you've been listening to our relevant top 50 um, podcast over the last few weeks, uh, reliving kind of the best cultural releases this year. It's just been such a reminder that some awesome art came out this yeah. year. So we figured we would round out these last few weeks of the podcast playing some of our favorite tracks that uh, probably have appeared here on the show, but a, a few that maybe haven't uh, from 2016. Okay, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, so the 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 group Wallet Hub, which has a lot of interesting customer data about yeah. behavior from people all across the country, right. decided to look at um, what how how they could look at the data to determine what the most sinful cities in America <laughs> are. Okay, so they they did category one was anger and hatred. Category uh. two was jealousy. Uh, three was excess and vices. Four was avarice. Uh, five was lust, six vanity, and seven laziness. So, what about crime and Jesse stuff? Jesse always no, brings the best slices. So, <laughs> actually, this is a little hat tip to Cameron. That's right. I found this this morning. It is. So, um, so like. Crime would fall under anger and hatred. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, so basically, so they, they found were, quantifiable things. How do you yeah. quantify can, jealousy? Well, okay, well, I'll get there real quick. Okay. So like um, theft, probably they did. They for jealousy, they looked at theft. They looked at identity uh, theft complaints, and they looked at fraud and other yeah, complaints. There you go. Mm-hmm. For anger and hatred, uh, violent crimes, bully the rate of bullying, suicide rate. Wow. Um, so this is real. I mean, this isn't just like. 
the 10 best suburbs to live in no, in the no, U.S. This is, mean, actually, <laughs> this is real data. If you wanted to look at geographically, what and this is cities too. So this is this gets really localized. So there is, uh, you know, uh, metrics you can use for pretty much anything. So they, they gave them uh, scores based on those four categories. Does anyone want to guess? And I'm pretty sure you could accurately guess what the number one sinful city was according to this uh, index. I would say uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. (laughs) 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 Is is theology on the list? Uh, I would say Las Vegas. Yeah, Yeah, Las Las Vegas. Vegas. Sin City. They put it on the billboard. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They advertise it. They they want you to do these things. They actually have that list of things. Come here to do (laughs) this. They they give you a checkbox. And they say, oh, cool. Yeah, Yeah, I did. It's Las Vegas bingo. Did I drink a Obsessively. Check. Check. Yeah, yeah. it's on the index. Yeah, was I super jealous? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, guilty. Guilty as charged. Did I murder? I may, well, uh, what I'm happens here stays here, right? Uh, <laughs> That's a legal thing? Let's see. What else? Okay, real quick. Uh, so I'd say New York has to be up there. New York isn't actually that high. What I want New York is, I can tell you right now. The only other one other than Las Vegas that I know is the city that I live in because we That's what I was going to say. Uh, oh, we yeah. went, so we were surprised surprisingly high on the list, which caught my eye, and that's why I forwarded this yeah, over. So oh, yeah, so New York was all the way down at 131. That makes no sense. Wow. New York yeah. City. New York City is actually, according to this index, yeah. which is pretty thorough, yeah. uh, <laughs> isn't all that sinful. The most sinful cities in America. In New York, yeah, again. I'm going to spoiler. Orlando is number four. Number four. Wow. Oh. <laughs> By it, these criteria? Yeah. Isn't that wow. crazy? It, it it is it is. Give in, us the list. What else is there? Okay, so uh, St. Louis is number two. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is the worst. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I steer clear of there. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio, at oh, three. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but real you know, deviants up in Ohio. Like, well, it's always, like there's nothing to do. You know, what so else they you just do except yeah, be catty and just awful. stay in and drink and go rob their neighbors. Yeah. I mean, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's like watching, what are you gonna watch? The, yeah, I mean, video? your team is the Bengals and the yeah. Reds. I mean, you got you got, <laughs> a lot, you got a lot of reason to be angry. <laughs> what even is a Red? Yeah, do they it's even a, have baseball even a team. players? Just, they just in the mascot. They're like, what do you want to be? Uh, I don't know. A guy with a huge baseball head. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know why they call it the Reds because they're always so angry. They're they're seeing red. Yeah. I mean, they just figured we should just monitor yeah, the team. Yeah, I mean, after this, this is we're, we're from so the spirit sinful. of the city. We're so yeah. sinful. Yeah, and they put it's very like I said. The mascot's very lazy. Yeah. It, 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 the football team too. There's no Bengal Tigers in Ohio. Yeah, like indigenously. <laughs> no. Like I feel like I feel like a I feel like a football mascot should have some tie to the area. Like the Ravens. It's because Edgar Allan Poe right. is associated with Baltimore. The Jacksonville. Gators. The, the, the Gators. Yeah. The Dolphins. The Jaguars. The, the Bengal Tigers in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like the only the Bengal state. tigers are there because of just like an exotic animal, illegal underground Maybe one trade. escaped uh. one time, which would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't they go with some kind of Ohio, you know, like right, the golden then, retrievers or whatever animals? Right, just a nice... Uh, the squirrels? Uh, yeah, the, I don't know. The northern I'd be gray angry squirrel. Too. I mean, because the baseball team, they just conceded. This would be, I would be the Reds. You know, they're not a cool animal. Uh, so uh, the other one, this isn't all that surprising. Number six. Miami, Florida. Oh, it had to be. Yeah. I feel like Florida's overrepresented on this list. <laughs> I, think <laughs> Miami, I think Florida is underrepresented. <laughs> yeah, I was like, not over. It's pretty accurate. We have a lot of cities on there. No, no, I went through it. Yeah. Florida's yeah. the worst. Tampa Tampa <laughs> is at number 12. Well, think, think, yeah, about, yeah. think about a lot of the cities of Florida. You know, you, uh, the people up, you know, they made some with their life. They put some money aside. They finally come down. Don't have to work anymore. They, cut, they moved down to Florida when they retire. 
and uh, they decide to just cut loose. Yeah. No, no consequences. <laughs> Who cares? Well, they've we're, been dealing- we're, we're on that down slope that we're, we're, you know, we're landing the plane of life right now. Who yeah. cares? Let's go for it. Crash Leave it. it all out there. <laughs> and, and yeah, and there you go. They come down here to sin. That's what happens. Yeah. I, uh, okay. This one I did find surprising at number 24. Salt Lake City, Utah. What? Do Mormons have a year like uh, Amish people do? Like Rum Springer? So. Okay. okay. I don't so even want to start joking around with that. It feels like <laughs> all I can do is. No, we can is talk about the Amish. They don't listen to podcasts. We but, can't joke about Mormons. Okay, but, but here. Because th- they can find us. But, but this, is, yeah. this is interesting. We can make fun of Amish and the deaf. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> the, and, and Canadians because they don't have the internet up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not talking about like. Even. I'm not talking in political okay. terms. I'm not talking in political terms. But like cities that I feel like are associated with like moral conservatism. Uh-huh. You know, not so much political conservatism, but like Salt Lake City or even um, uh, you the know Bible so, Belt. Yeah, think, Grand like, Rapids, Michigan. Oh right? yeah, yeah, sure. So sure. those were all. Uh, ranked higher than a city that I feel like people in the Bible Belt would consider morally Sinful. liberal, yeah. w- like Portland, Oregon. So no, Portland, Grand, really? They were oh. thirty-five. That, all those. That, see, I think that's where all the sinners live. It's like Seattle and Portland, <laughs> and up there with the liberals in the Northeast. <laughs> Seattle. 76. Come on now. Dude, we're talking about Seattle is a wonderful place. Oh, I know. We're but talking. Seattle is strangely open. It's like all of that stuff probably exists, but everybody would just say it. Okay. So it's like none of it's. It's almost but like the data, but the data is the data. It's not about if it's private or public. It's it, just does does is the, what's the crime rate? What's the theft yeah. rate? What's how the, many people have drinking problems right. or do these different? Yeah, I know. don't think it's public or private. It's just is this trackable? Yeah, yeah. exactly. According to data, yeah. a lot of like Middle America, like Rust Belt. Uh, you know, uh, Bible Belt yeah, and the Sunshine State and and Florida. In <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the South is more sinful than cities that I feel like some people maybe outside of the South. So you're saying the it. religious stronghold cities are rating higher on the sin index then, then, than the, than the <laughs> something secular you cities. It's like a secular, like yeah, New York. Or where, like Christianity would be a very small portion yeah, of the population. Yeah. Generally, where did like Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida fall into this? Honestly, too soon. It hurts. So we have, if you want to look more about that uh, study, you can head over magazine.com we'll post it up there but yeah it's interesting findings uh what do you have chelsea uh rolling and hot this week a 21 year old girl named yanice ho is rollerblading her way from georgia to miami oh that's why i said rolling rolling it's almost the end of the slice what a crazy thing she's doing but but isn't that crazy isn't isn't she she's doing it with no absolutely no money and no contact she doesn't know where she's sleeping until the night of she's relying solely on the kindness of strangers she told the news no money for food no money no, no money she's at all just and she would yeah you would tell her didn't you want to like prove a point yeah well she spoke with the orlando sentinel and said uh, i never know where i'm going to end up i want to tell people that there are good things happening too to not be afraid to step out there and explore i never ask for anything because people usually just offer after hearing my story breaking news they uh found a body in ocala uh, they think uh, there are rollerblades attached to it they don't know who it is <laughs> according to the sin index it's crazy she's, she's in dangerous territory according to my sin okay. yeah, if you're going she to orlando is. or miami yeah. you're, I mean, you're going through like 
four, five, six, seven. Like she's just basically rollerblading down yeah, the same. sinful. You're yeah. gonna never make. She's well. She her goal. She said she wants to show people that there's more light and darkness in the world. She said, of course, we have to be aware and conscious and not, but also not be cynical and judgmental. If bad things happen, they're supposed to happen. Or you just right. don't push yourself it. out I on that two-lane road at midnight by God's yourself. sovereignty, I got you. But, but here's the thing. Didn't she realize that she would bury her entire her entire mission by the fact that she's rollerblading? Yeah, I was going to say, no one wants to be nice to a rollerblade. Like, at least ride a bike or something that's right. like or generally accepted as something that's like a dignified thing to do. Because <laughs> I'll be honest. Let me, go back, like, let me go back to the statement. Nobody wants to be nice to a rollerblader. No. That's what you just... Who <laughs> <laughs> think they are? Chris no. Kilala does. He gave her a cassette tape for her to listen to <laughs> while she's rollerblading down the street. Okay. It's Dang. like adults with braces. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the deal with adults that's, with braces. That's a, maybe they have like a bite. Maybe they have a jaw. No, but issue. I mean, what happened... No, no, no. The thing, about, the, thing about roller, <laughs> the thing about rollerblades <laughs> is like... Look, there, one, the attire you wear of rollerblades is humiliating. It's like, it's only fluorescent spandex is acceptable. <laughs> a lot of pads. Two, like... But you get a sweet headband. Yes. Yeah, but but I mean, to be safe, you should probably wear a helmet. But the other thing, I think there's something so... And I don't know why. It's something so arrogant about the way the body moves with rollerblades blades on. They're like swooshing. Oh, yeah. It's like with every movement, they're like, oh. Yeah, eh, it's like, eh. it's like, wait, who do you think you are here? Uh, You're doing street ballet what you, up and down. I was, it's like a dolphin. Like, everybody's trying to be a dolphin all of a sudden. Yeah. I was downtown uh, Lake Yola Sunday afternoon with Cohen at the farmer's market and, uh, and, and it's packed full of people walking yeah. around. It's a beautiful day. Sun's out, low 70s, mm-hmm. upper 60s. It was beautiful. And, and the city had come out. The the city yeah. was in the park and there's this arrogant little rollerblader yep. <laughs> trying to hog the sidewalk. When you say Everybody little, had how old? The, yeah, well, he was in his 40s, but <laughs> we, he, we had to all get out of his way <laughs> yeah. as he swooshes <laughs> through the crowd. It's like, That's this is new. I feel like people who rollerblade still believe that mesh is like an appropriate shirt material. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me also bring up another point about this story. Let yeah. me bring up another point about this okay. story. If she is rollerblading to prove the goodness and kindness of people, if she breaks a rollerblade wheel, Mm-hmm. And people want to help her. They can't. No one can help her. The, everybody's gonna be like, I don't know how to get a replacement part for this. <laughs> Listen, they if stopped it's a- selling rollerblades like 15 years ago. Like literally, if we get, maybe we go to like antique shop. Maybe if I call Pawn Stars, right. they can help you if out. She's, like, if if she's going to buy a rollerblade wheel, right? If she's biking, no problem. We'll help you out. Or if she's walking and she needs a new pair of shoes, right. no problem. Go to Track Check. We got you. Yeah. But like, how are you gonna do with a rollerblade? Well, people are giving her money. She said she collected six hundred dollars so far on her trip, wow. and her goal is to collect enough to fly her back to Hong Kong to visit her family over the holidays. I like the idea of it. Like, there's still goodness in humanity and I'm going to roll her blade around to show it. But the thing is, like, I, <laughs> I could poke a hole in it but like this. I could go to any city. It doesn't even have to be a city high on this list. It could be one of these ones that aren't even sent. New York City. Yeah, I go to New York City. <laughs> I could roll her blade, because she claims she's not asking for help. I could roll her blade around all day and not one person is going to say anything to me except give me looks like, why the heck is this guy rollerblading? Yeah. Who's this dummy? <laughs> I've never seen him in this part of town before. And, and you know, every single person and is like, what a freaking dork. What a <laughs> dork. <laughs> himself. Nerd. What, did someone say so? Did you, you try to give me money? No, no. No, we were calling yeah, you a nerd. Yeah, Just pass yeah. the yeah. It's not like people are seeing her rollerblade and being like, we see the goodness in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for what you're doing. They don't know who she is. It's just this lady rollerblading through town. Yeah. I mean, people are buying it. She even has a documentary film crew that wants to follow her through oh. 18 countries so that she can attempt to break the world record for the longest trip on inline skates. Oh, oh 
Okay. <laughs> she went from Orlando to Miami. I mean, it's no, like no, uh, oh. Georgia. Georgia. Oh, Georgia. I mean, she just passed through Orlando. That's epic, but it's a pretty flat run from there to here. Yeah, to, I mean, to think that because I did this one thing, I yeah, can do right. the world record. 18 countries. And listen, if <laughs> I, mean, I was probably some world class athlete go, who did that. Yeah. Go and, through <laughs> Colorado and then call me. Yeah. The, the, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> that documentary crew is going to be very disappointed when yeah. she can't make it out of the first leg. Oh, cool. You were able Look. to go 400 miles of totally flat, pretty comfortable <laughs> no, temperatures. And here's the thing. Look, I'm pretty familiar with how the globe shaped. I know it's downhill from Georgia to Miami <laughs> the whole way. Okay. Also, okay. She's just standing she's there. She's just coasted by. I mean, she has the curvature of the earth on her side, which is cheating. So yeah. try going up north. Yeah. And also go upstream. Yeah, also, like exactly. a salmon. Yeah. Also, like a salmon. Maybe they'll give you a dollar and I'll say never come back in county. I'll throw the dollar. Say, go, go get it. Since we're just ripping this woman apart, knock, knock, there aren't any freaking flights from Miami to Hong Kong. So turn around and go back. Hey, yeah. yeah, you got to take your rollerblades off going through the airport. They don't allow that for safety reasons. It's- Does anybody donate shoes? Because now you're walking around in socks. Yeah. Socks to Hong Kong and yeah. you didn't pack. Can you take the little booties out of the rollerblades? Because now you're going to be walking around socks. You're more like a dummy than you are with your rollerblades. I want you to skate around out of here. Yeah, there is no humanity. <laughs> All right, Eddie, what do you have? Well, the Christmas season is upon us. This is, of course, the theme to Charlie Brown. And I think it brings us all back to sitting with our mom and dad or one of your moms and dads and, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and Cameron sitting down with his parents watching the Charlie Brown Christmas and uh, oh if you remember there's a there's a sweet little part of the movie where Linus is telling Charlie Brown you know what's Christmas all about Charlie Brown says and Linus goes lights please and then he begins to tell the story of Jesus. And he says, and there were, actually he says it in a Canadian voice, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, I, keeping watch over their flocks. Did Sean by Connery night. take the role of Something Linus like that. at some point? Anyhow, and then he goes, right? And he goes, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were so afraid. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Yeah. And then you kind of give your parents a hug, yeah. have a little last of an eggnog and off to bed you go. Yeah. Not in Texas. Uh, Charles <laughs> hey, Patterson. Do, do, we have, do we have a record scratch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not in te- Texas. Charles Patterson Middle School in Kayleen, Texas <laughs> made Deborah Shannon, who is the nurse's aide in that middle school, take down the Charlie Brown inspired decor that she had put on the what? outside of her nurse's door Hi. along with the display. The display showed Linus along with the quote for unto you for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. That's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. They made her taking take it down. Deborah, the nurse, calls the move discriminatory. But the school quotes HB 308, which is a Texas law from 2013, which is known as the Merry Christmas Bill, which dictates how school may celebrate the holidays. What? The law says that for every religious thing that you put up having to do with Christmas, you have to put up something secular. That has to do with Christmas as well. So, so, so you put up a nativity, you have to put up a, a Santa. That's exactly right. Okay. Okay. So but, there but, has to but be. Wouldn't Charlie Brown constitute something secular? That's what she's saying. But she's also saying. That's what she said, literally. That's what she said. So as long as the display, quote, secular scene or symbol, as long as the display doesn't encourage adherence to a particular religious belief, employees are not permitted to impose their personal religious beliefs on students. 
obviously there is a big fight going back and forth and there's a lot of conversation happening and there are a lot of quotes from people like the Texas Values Board, etc., etc. But it has created a firestorm that she was not allowed to put that up in her school. Yeah. And initially it bums me out because of course we love Charlie Brown and it's a very sweet sentiment and, and uh, you love the gospel. <laughs> because of course we because love it, it really bums me out because I just love primarily in my life. Yeah, primarily I love Charlie Brown. Brown. <laughs> Secondarily Linus and Linus of Charles Schultz actually is his full name. Doing Sean Connery voices yeah. for no reason. And when Lord them. Shown upon them. <laughs> That's closer, right? I am the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but of course on the other hand, it does make a little bit of yeah. sense. I do yeah. get what they're saying and yeah, I don't I get it. I've want to be careful because there's just we're doing nothing but getting into hot water here talking about it but there has been a lot more chatter this year about keeping Christ in Christmas and yeah. all of those things and I was just curious when you hear this do you feel like there's merit to it should she have to take it down I I, I well I mean just on a I guess per on a personal opinion no it, you're speaking for relevant and giving a definitive opinion <laughs> I think there obviously there's like nuance to it but in the instance of a public school funded by, you know, taxpayer money that oh my should constitutionally not favor one religion over the other. Get him off the show. I can see a case for including Charlie <laughs> Brown, <laughs> but excluding the Bible portion. I'm not saying like Disney World, it's fine. It's a private company. I, I they can do whatever they want. But wow. in a public school, if they're putting Bible verses up, I can see. And a version of that, though, would be that religious freedom would be that all students and all staff are free to celebrate the holiday they want and that there would be uh, Hanukkah decorations and Jewish uh, mentions and, and other, you know, winter celebrations from other religions as well as Christmas and that there isn't anybody that's limited in what they could put up. That would be the other counter. Yeah. Either it's all or nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what, but what, just to have Christianity represented it, is problematic and I in think, a public school. Yeah, and I think, that, I think the issue is like no one is, because in that capacity, that nurse is an employee and a representative of the public school system and therefore the, the government. And she's allowed to have her own ideas. But what she, you know, endor what she kind of promotes on school property, literally on, like taping to school property, if people see that as problematic, I understand where I understand. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not personally. I'm not personally offended by it. But if someone else is, I wouldn't have an issue taking well, it down. How would you feel about the very iconic uh, painting of uh, Santa Claus kneeling at the manger and praying to Jesus, mm, the fourth wise man? <laughs> <laughs> Famously, the fourth wise man. <laughs> oh yes. Um, that's that's a different. Uh, how would you feel about that? Altogether. No, no. I, but you know, if I was a student at the school and I knew that the school nurse was Jewish, and on the her office door she put you know blue decorations and and yeah. a Hanukkah and a you know oh. uh, the candles or whatever on menorah. her door, right? Menorah <laughs> on her door. I I wouldn't be offended. Yeah. I, as yeah, a Christian student, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be offended because like, oh, she's celebrating Hanukkah. Great. Yeah. You know. Likewise, I don't think any of the kids would have been offended, and I think maybe it's a you know a little. Overall, but, a little overly sensitive I mean, right well, now. Well, it's probably but. as in most of these cases. Again, you know, the, the, it, we'll probably never know for sure. But it, as in most of these cases, it's probably not the kids. It's probably you know, it, it, uh, idealistic it, adults yeah. who, if it was, if it was like a like the nurse was like a Muslim and it was around Ramadan and she put up messages from the Quran. I also don't think kids would probably be for it 
uh, offended, but I could see some Christian parents saying something. So well, I, in a school context, it'd almost be educational. Like, yeah, you, here's, yeah, I'm here's not saying I would. You I'm even just saying like no, no. I could conceivably I, see I know, that. I'm saying yeah. as a student, I could see like, oh, that's unusual. I've never seen yeah, that before, but yeah. it's like, oh, I'm learning about that religion celebrations. I didn't even know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but doesn't that just make the case for then like, because of some would and some wouldn't that it's just better for the school board just to say like, all right, no religious stuff at all. We're just going to keep it to the, I mean, I understand the good old it. boring Christmas yeah. stuff. I understand <laughs> like, it. I, I, you know, I just think it's, it, you know, it's unfortunate that we're neutering it so dramatically, you know, yeah. it's almost like, uh, you know, there is, there is a significant historical aspect to this holiday that, that, you know, it's like it, it just having to just be so generic and so mm-hmm. whitewashed just seems inauthentic. And, and, and in a, even in a school environment, I just wonder like why we need to do that. Yeah. Just be inclusive and open to expose the students to a wide variety mm-hmm. of celebrations throughout the school year and Christmas is one of those. Great. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Whatever. Yeah, because they're not like forcing. It's not like they're forcing yeah. kids to kneel before the door. And, pray <laughs> well, to and too, yeah. if they if they only allowed Christian representation and no other yeah. religions, that would be incredibly problematic. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it's just like, but why why is mm-hmm. religion from, from an educational historical context in yeah. that environment? Why is that necessarily a bad thing? You're yeah. learning about the, it seems less open-minded in. to just kind of throw it all away. Yeah. I understand why like Target would be like generic, yeah. right? You know, I'm just trying to sell stuff to everybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like a school, like you would want to enrich the students' awareness and worldview and education. I would, I would like, why, why whitewash it, it? Especially now, like in a, I feel like in a time where it's more important to be aware. Like if I, if I was in a setting and there was, you know, like someone who's a Muslim who's openly, you know, putting stuff up that was a reflection of their religious beliefs. I honestly think there is an educational and enlightening value to that, yeah. so I can at least experience their cultural perspective. It's not like I'd be forced to take part right. in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is I wonder if I was, if we were actually speaking to this nurse, like if you said to her, would would it be okay if you know the next door over had a menorah, a menorah on the next yeah. door? Like I. I'm curious what her viewpoint would be because the my least oh, favorite. So, so you wonder if she was like almost like an activist that she had an agenda. Yeah, my in this. least favorite viewpoint is keep Christ and Christmas and everything else is kind of messing with it. Like mm. no, no, let's let's either either we're having a kind of all all faith learning experience or probably just keep it to you know Santa yeah. and Rudolph. Right, all or yeah. That's what I'm saying. We did it. Done. I think we solved we the solved problem. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call. I'm, you know, I'm going to call. Keep Kayla, the X Kayla, and X Miss. Do you mind doing me a favor? Do you mind calling up Texas for me? <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays. We let know. We got to the bottom of this one. Happy holidays, Happy holidays everyone. All we right. did it. Stay tuned. Up next, Chris Kilala joins us.
You're listening to Han and Izzy Bazoo. The song is Someone That Loves You. Singer and worship leader Chris Kilala is best known as one of the leaders of the Jesus Culture uh, worship band. But recently, he released his first ever solo album, which explores new sounds, fresh styles, and a different approach to worship music, uh, mainly listening to it on cassette tapes. Uh, we recently <laughs> talked with Chris about the new album. It's called Split the Sky and Culture's Worship Music Movement. Here's part of that conversation. You've got me. You never stop seeking. You never stop reaching out. You began attending Bethel when you were still in your mom's womb. You've been like at Bethel even before <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yes. Can you tell me a little bit about what that's been like just growing up under, you know, Bethel covering and, and kind of growing into kind of your your own career and step after being like raised in such a under such an awesome mantle of, of leadership? Yeah, like you mentioned, I my parents were going there before I was born and, and so I grew up in church and uh, but it wasn't really till I was about 14. I remember um, going to a youth camp and the uh, the worship or the, one of the pastors saying, you know, pretend like it's Christmas and you can ask God for anything and ask for freedom and worship. And um, that night in a you know small cafeteria at a, at a youth camp, I remember raising my hands and ex- encountering God in such a, a tangible way um, that my life was changed forever. I remember the moment. I remember the feeling. I remember who was. Um, sitting next to me or worshiping next to me. And um, I think it was in that sign of surrender, you know, me just lifting my hands that uh, just allowed God to come and and um, and touch my life in such a powerful way. And so for me at a young age, I knew, um, I just, I knew that God showed up when we worshiped. And so um, thankfully growing up in an environment like Bethel, um, uh, Pastor Bill and the Johnson family um, always just had such a huge honor for the presence um, for God's presence and for worship. And so I remember there'd be several times where we would only do maybe two or three songs for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in worship. And there was just always, I love that, um, that there was always room for whatever God wanted to do um, in that in that sort of environment. So that was an environment I grew up in. And you could probably tell it somewhat translates in our songs. Sometimes they're a bit longer, open-ended, um, <laughs> really because we just want to, <laughs> we we have you know even practically when, when we arrange an album we have an arrangement in in such a way that like hey when we get we get on stage let's just let let's just be open to wherever God wants to take this so um, yeah I grew up thankfully in, in such an environment that, that uh, allowed you know just for space and a song and worship and um, there was just real no agenda other than um, we wanted to put God first and so I think um, because of that I've been so blessed to um to be a part of worship in that in that in that sense and 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 so it's really helped me to to learn just lean into the holy spirit and and not get so locked into arrangements or a song but um you know really it's just about him and so now fast forward we've we've moved from bethel we started church in sacramento and i'm the worship pastor here and so um so yeah, just taking a lot of what I learned um, up there. We're only about two and a half hours away from Bethel, and we visit often. But taking what I learned um, under under Bethel and, and the Johnson family, and the building teams around that here locally in Sacramento, and that's where I'm at currently.
I wanted to ask you about um, one of my one of my favorite songs on your album, "Because of Your Love." Um, it has a lyric in there that talks about a prodigal heart. Could you tell me a little bit about the background for that for that lyric or for that song? Yeah, that song I wrote with some friends, um, Ricky and Rand Jackson, and and uh, I'd actually just met them that day that we were writing the song, and um, as we were talking about and trying to form some some lyrics and, and melodies around the verses um, <clears throat> we started sharing what God had done in our own lives and just you know the what he's pulled us from and brought us from and, and where we are today and so I think we've all probably at some level experienced that you know we've run away we've tried to do things on our own and when we come back um, God's waiting with open arms and in fact even that scripture of the prodigal son you know, the father runs to to his son who's been away. And I think we oftentimes expect to be rejected, but um, maybe that's through past experiences with our own, nat- you know, natural father or, or whoever, um, we expect to be rejected. Um, but but really it's the opposite. That God is really, he, he's been waiting for us and, he, and, um, and we can come as we are and he's waiting with open arms. So for me that, I love, I love that lyric in the song, it really is that picture of God just, um, he, he's waiting for us to return, he's waiting for those prodigals to return, and they won't be, they'll be surprised when they do, <laughs> because he really is such a good and loving father, and, uh, and, and, and waiting for us, so. What has been the most distinctive part about uh, creating a solo album as, um, as a separate piece from, you know, the, what you've done with Jesus Culture? I think, um, it's it to be to be vulnerable. It's like it's a very uh, it's a vulnerable experience because you're putting out your own um, sort of a piece of yourself. Whereas with the Jesus Culture albums, it's a collaborative effort, and we write songs and we and we sort of do it as a team. And it's like if we put it out, we're like, well, we we, we gave it our best. And but a solo album definitely feels more personal and and raw. It, it's a little bit more like Here, here's a piece of myself and. But I, I'm really happy with it. We I got together with some friends and we said let's have fun with it. And going into it, um, you know, I kind of was like, I just want to do something different and that feels that feels maybe you know feels authentic. And I feel like we captured that. Um, that being said, it's definitely different than the live <clears throat> albums that I've been a part of or that people probably more familiar with um, from me. So. Uh, yeah, I just, I really hope people enjoy it and, and maybe listen with an open mind because it's definitely different, uh, like I said. Uh, but yeah, the, the biggest the biggest difference than, being, than the JC albums is it's, it's, it's way more raw and vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there and hoping people like it. Um, but at the end of the day, I was talking to our pastor, Banning, who's written some books. You know, we talk about it often, but it's like at the end of the day, we just bring it as an offering um, for God and, and you, know, you can't really um, get try not to get caught up in, in this the success or lack of success or charts or whatever um, really we just bring it as an offering so that that being said that's what I've tried to do and uh, and try not to read reviews or negative reviews at least <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun
That was Chris Kilala. Make sure to check out his new album, Split the Sky. It's out now. Love the way your heart had no room. Loving what your heart become. Even when you smile, you're so cruel. Loving what your heart become. Remember when my hands they turned blue. Loving what your heart become. I love the way your hands with no fool. Loving what your heart Let your heart be cool Let your heart be cool How we get light Out here in LA Tryna be the man you need Every day Stay inspired. Stay away. You're listening to James Vincent McMorrow. The song is Get Low. One of, if not my favorite albums of the year. Great song. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're about to get them on the phone. Uh, it's time that this this beef is settled. Quashed. I don't think it'll ever be What's settled. Oh. <laughs> or we pour, we're about to pour gas on the fire is what we're about to do. In my show prep, I just wrote one one thing on my yeah. notepad. Double down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wrote. Oh, you underlined it twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never apologize. Double down. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got, we got, a, we're, I, we got a, a, an idea of how to prove to Social Club that anybody can mishear rap lyrics. So we have a game queued up where we are going to challenge them with a clip of a rap song and they are to tell us what the lyric is. And then we will hear a clip of a rap song and Jesse and Eddie will be playing and they will decipher what the lyric is. And and at the end of this game, we hope to show to Fern and Marty that anybody can make a mistake hearing a rap lyric. It happens. Mm-hmm. And it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, without any further ado, let's get... Uh, Without any further ado, here are Fern and Marty from Social Club Misfits. Hey guys, it's a boy to be here. Well, okay, so we've you know our listeners are fully versed in the beef that mm-hmm. went down two weeks ago. <laughs> I think that was oh, a clever boy. joke that you said first. Oh yeah, there you go. Well done. And, uh, <laughs> but let me let me play the the clip, the, the, a brief clip, one more time, just so everybody can hear what oh, we I, heard. Uh, wait, I've been dreaming about this. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Okay. So we we heard this mention, and uh, and I, I brought it on the podcast. I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. listen. You know, we got we got you know mentioned on, on their new their new single, and and I think the discussion was like, hmm, what was the context of that? So Chelsea looked up the lyrics online and the lyrics on the internet said magazine editor and relevant. They were butchered, might I add. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so what's the edition when I was reading when I was listening to the podcast, I gotta gotta interject. Go ahead, sir. No, yeah, no. So I was, a genius now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So then you guys cleared it up. I appreciated that, you know, and it's like, oh no, magazine add up and relevant. And that's, you know, yeah. is, is okay. That's cool. That's cool. I got to uh, tell you, Fern and Marty, this is Eddie. Um, I'm still not buying it. I think it was a pretty hard. <laughs> listen, disc. listen, I have notes. I wrote notes. I was ready. I have notes right now. Okay. If you want me to speak, I can just roll. I can go right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, 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 listen. It goes, um, 
uh, all in the room like an elephant because social club's always been the elephant in the room since the beginning of our career. Right. We were the peak of conversation for a while. We were always the elephant in the room. Magazine Add Up and Relevant was stating the fact that regardless of what we went through, regardless of all the hard steps, being independent, going through all that stuff, we still managed to get an ad up and relevant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, to be, just to be honest, it's actually a humble brag. It's actually yeah, a right. beautiful like shout-out. Like um, gossip and Rumors are relevant. It's a line that stands apart from it, which ties into the other part of it, which is just saying how, how we've been able to manage to stay successful on ground. It's staying away from gossip and rumors and things of that nature and people who deal in that type of uh, sorcery, whatever you want to say. <laughs> make a long story short, it was definitely a humble brag. Love uh, it. Sorry, there's no story here. Love it. <laughs> well, I, li- I like that. Ironically, the humble brag led to a lot more uh, free relevant time. So well, that's true. Yeah. Well, I think there. I think in Cameron, you can you know correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's a bit of remorse on our part of of starting this beef, but we want to show that this can no, happen. Yeah, yeah it, we, this can happen to anybody. Anybody. This wasn't just <laughs> those out of touch guys or irrelevant mishearing a rap lyric. We want to prove once and for all that anybody can miss here a rap lyric yeah. so what we want to do with you guys today is challenge you to a rap lyric Ooh. battle and we are going to play clips of well-known rap songs and then you will tell us what that line said and then <laughs> and then we'll go now just to give you guys a picture of who you're playing against <laughs> so, so my name's eddie i am 36 will be 37 soon eddie is so white he's translucent it's <laughs> unbelievable i'm wearing a pair of just lovely well-fitting gap jeans and, and <laughs> What are the names of those speakers? The Nike what? The Nike Pegasus? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got yeah. Monarchs. He's wearing, yeah. he's he's wearing the, the Chef Curry's. He's wearing the, the, the white Curry's. Yeah. Well, I knew because I was going to be with my rap friends today that I'm, I'm wearing a pair of Sperry Topsiders. So I am, I am ready for this so, challenge. So, so, yeah, you, so me and Eddie, I'm, I'm Jesse, and I'm pretty well versed on all things of the internet. Like, mm. I, yeah. I pretty much trust all crowdsourcing sources. So, that so, so if you're up for it, what we're going to do is we'll go, we'll go four rounds we'll play you guys uh, a clip and you tell us what the lyric is and then we have the I have the answers here of what the real lyrics are so you tell us and then we'll and then we'll do a clip for for Jesse and Eddie we'll see if they get it right just to prove that anybody can make the mistake of mishearing a lyric in a rap song okay uh, here comes the, here comes the bone bone thug and harmony lyrics right it's gonna be all like early naughty by nature right <laughs> now those are rappers that you speak of oh, okay. alright so here's Here's the first clip if you're ready. Here we go. They tried to draw me with a case, but you know I had to skate it. I was singing like. All right, you want to hear it one more time? <laughs> want to hear it one more time? Here it is. <laughs> they tried to draw me with a case, but you know I had to skate it. I was singing like. <laughs> there goes. I think, Marty, you got it? I think I know it. Yeah, it sounds. They try to, they try to catch me with a case. They try to catch me with a case. But you know, uh, play one more time. Yeah, one more time. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. They tried to draw me with a case, but you know I had to skate it. I was singing like. They tried to catch me with a case, but you know that I'm singing like. 
Okay, the lyric is, they tried to drop me with a case, but you know I had done skated. I was singing like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So there you go. Oh, I'm just saying. You guys, happen I'm just saying anyone. anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it can can happen to anyone. That's all I'm saying. I, I, got, I got to tell you, they did a great job because I was thinking as I was listening to that, if I was in a legitimate hostage situation yeah. and I had to give an answer <laughs> to, who, <laughs> to who was singing that Everyone's or dead. what they were saying. It's so just say it, it happened anyway. yeah, All right, guys. All right. Here's here's the next clip. This is for the uh, the studio guys. Here okay, we go. Here's okay. y'all's clip. Here Ready? Here we go. Okay, cool. Okay, boo, I love I'm going to say the yes, I I'm going to need to hear that one more time. I'm going to nail this. I'm going to nail this. I'm going to need to hear that dozens of times on a loop. Here we go. Here we go. One more time, guys. Okay, cool. Something about a sailor and it's, blubber. No, no, no the, the ending is I'm a savior <laughs> like Danny Glover, but the beginning is. You want me to play it one last one time? More time? They got three. I'm about to nail it. We're about to nail it. Here it is. Okay, cool. Okay, boo, I love I'm a savior, yes, Danny Glover. All right, Jesse. Jesse's got it really clearly. Do you want me to give you a beat and you can rap it, or you no, got I'll it? No, I'll just say, okay. okay, okay, boo. Yeah. Like Obviously. a lover, mm-hmm. a savior, like Danny Glover. That makes complete sense. I'm going to toss this one to the judge, Chelsea. She's got Chelsea. your lyrics for you. Chelsea. The song is uh, by Young Thug. The song's called Danny Glover. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> not to be, no, I know. <laughs> not to be confused with Donald Glover. Um, uh, Chelsea, uh, what are the actual lyrics for that line? I know. If, if you need some help, Uncle Marty over here. I got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hit him with the blankology beat. Hit him with the blankology beat. Okay, cool. Okay, boo, I love her. Uh, I'm a savior. Yes, like Danny. He's right. He's right. That's it. All right. So technically, technically, we did. Technically, they got it. Yeah, That's That's good. Okay, here's the next one for you guys. Here's your clip. Me, I'm a product of Rockim's. Rockim, Sebastian, Pockins. W-A-Q-K dot ring. Never easy. Thank you. They got slim. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can do it if, if I had to write it down I could do it it was too quick I don't remember him but I mean he was giving a bunch of OG rapper names yeah he is alright that's true okay. I know this this is Eminem this is what, play it again one more time it's Rap God I just remember that it is Rap God by Eminem that's right back. I'm a Rap God he's like that I'm is a product of amazing. Rap him <laughs> the best NWAQ that's friend like that yellow TV here it is again I'll play it again for you me, I'm a product of Rockin's, Rockin's, Sebastian, Pockin's, W-A-Q, hey, that ring, yellow, easy, thank you, they got slim. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm a product of Rockin's, Sebastian, Pockin, W-A, hey, Doc, Ren, easy, thank you. Man. You know, you got slim. Oh, my gosh. Y'all missed a couple, but that is impressive. We're going to have to give that one. For sure. Here's the, it was, I'm a product of Rockin, Lockin, Sebastian, Tupac, N-W-A, Cube, hey, Doc, uh, Rin, Yella, Yeezy, uh, Easy, thank you. They got slim. Wow. That's, and then uh, they talk about, about how they, and then he talks about how he got an ad in Rolling Stone. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. You, yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. All right, uh, studio guys, here's your clip. Okay. Here's your okay. next one. Ready? Here He's making a slow ready. Keep your hands up, get him in the sky for the homies that ain't making it in my folks locked down. Jesse, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 strategize. Jesse, you oh. take the first 14 lines and I'll take the second 14 <laughs> lines. That was, that was quick. Alright, here it is. Okay, One more time. Alright, listen let me carefully. Here. here it is. Keep your hands up, get him in the sky for the homies that ain't making it in my folks locked down. 
Uh, keep your hands up. Get them in the sky. Yeah, put your hands in the sky. Keep them up for the homie day. Make it even more black now. Right. No, that's right. He's right. Add up and relevant. Add up and relevant. That's what you're looking for. We're right. getting soundly beaten here. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, the song is All I Do Is Win. Obviously, it's DJ Khaled featuring Luda. Luda. Yeah. Uh, the, the lyric is, keep your hands up. Get them in the sky for the homies that didn't make it and the folks locked down. Yeah. There you go. Wow. And he said that in, in, in oh, two and a half seconds. They are much better rappers than we are. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, know, surprisingly I say, so. I would say they are 100% better rappers yeah. than we are. Uh, here's <laughs> the next one for our, the social club, guys. Here we go. Here's your clip. Here it is again. He doesn't even know what he's saying. Here it is. Here, here we go. Drilling and killing, willing. I'll play it again. Just to soak it in. One more time. One more time. Magazine ad up and rolling. He's killing, drilling. And he's doing bad things. Uh, the lyric is actually the bigger the peeling, the better I'm feeling, the more that I'm chilling, winning, drilling, and killing the feeling. There you go. Oh, he said all that. Yeah, yeah it's wrong. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Yo, that sounded like, that sounded like reggae without the accent. Right? <laughs> Again, we're just trying to prove it. Anybody can miss hear a lyric. That's, so That's all funny. we're saying. All right, guys, <laughs> studio guys. Here's, could you, here's could you next play us you. some like Mace or Africa Bambata or something real slow? <laughs> something I don't have to mess around with. Here's uh, here's the next one for you guys. Um, I would like to point out also that Chelsea selected all of these clips. Okay. I would yes. have had a few <laughs> more. A, a few novice. more. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to hear your playlist. A, a wider variety <laughs> of choices if I was the one choosing. I it. had here, a wider Here we go. This is probably the worst one yet, but you guys, this is you. Yeah. My motivation is the point is BVS in front of Jim, my it's Nelly. The song is Grills, if that helps you at all. Wow. It's Nelly. Yeah. Um, I and mean, that's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. This is hard. Okay, one more time. Yeah, one more time. Here it is. <laughs> I, okay, my here's motiva- it. My motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Symbol, symbolize my, what I'm doing right now is I'm telling the hostages like just take me and let everyone go just right. kill me right. just take me because there's no I, way there's no way I, right. yeah. the, the lyric is my motivation is from 30 pointers VVS uh, VBS fir- VVS oh. the furniture in my mouth piece simply symbolize success so hey, can you can you guys give me a m- clarification on what he's talking about uh, my mouth, his mouthpiece. Oh, wow, wow, baby. Talking about it, didn't even know. Bro. I don't even know go. what he said. I didn't know if that was English or not. My mouthpiece simply symbolized success. Is his grill? You know, it's yeah. like expensive. Yeah, he's saying so. it symbolizes success. Like he got braces. Point diamond for <laughs> yeah. about sixty, seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Right there. Yeah, he had the, Yeah, he had a good insurance coverage for some orthodontic work. <laughs> 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 Alright, I love these guys. Alright, this is the last one for uh social club. Here's your uh, here's your clip, ready? Me, I got a plug special when I got it made. Ah, I kinda know this one. Yeah, that's easy. Here we go. One oh, more time. Me, I got a plug special when I got it made. That's it. That's easy. I can hear every word in that one. Me, I got a plug special when I got it made. This is for social club. Yeah, uh he says, um, I got a plug. Did you say special ed? I got it made. 
And Jesus playing LeBron, playing Dwayne Wade. Hey, I got a plug special ed. I got it made. Yeah, me. I got a plug yeah, that's, that's special that's ed. That's I got it made. I got it made is the song. Yeah. Empire State of Mind, Jay Z. Playing yeah. LeBron, I'm playing Dwayne Wade. Yep, that's there it. They got it. All right, so Empire State of Mind. Is this the last one? This is yeah. the last one for you guys. So far, they're okay. like completely winning. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. In every way. Uh, <laughs> we had a tiebreaker lined up just <laughs> in case. I think we. I think we should just cue Eddie and up for the tiebreaker for the win. I, um, <laughs> so this is an all or nothing for you this guys. Is a, this, so, so how about this, guys? How about this? A sudden death. If Eddie and I get this right. <laughs> We win. Gentlemen's agreement, because otherwise there's no coming back. What do you say? It's got to be word for word. It's got to be quintuple It's got to be word for word, but but this is sudden death. What do you say? Gentlemen's agreement. I feel like Fern's afraid. I mean, after this, maybe we can do a Mumford and Son. How versed are you guys in John Denver's greatest tips? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, this Eddie, this is for this is Burns, actually. Run it, let's run it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Fern's a tremendously big fan of John Denver. Oh, so let's run some Brian Taylor at right one. Wow, that was not what I was expecting from you guys. <laughs> full of surprises. Eddie and Jesse, here's, okay. here's your last one. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. This one more time. Is... I don't know. I don't for know. The win. This is for the win. Yes. I mean, we had an agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they agreed to it. <laughs> we, I we know it. everything. We, we're going all in. We know all the answers to that one. I'm going to tell you, I'm back at every wedding I've ever been to. Right? <laughs> this is when things are getting crazy. Yeah, this is, yeah. yeah. Right now, I've been pushing a circle around everybody right now, and yeah, you're dancing I'm, in the middle. That's what's happening, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, the, the uh, uh, so what's the lyric? What's the lyric? I think he said, he says, in West Philadelphia, Philadelphia born, born and raised. raised. <laughs> 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 Let me clear my throat for the win. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Wow. Uh, so. Hey, that was just our attempt to just, you know, beg your forgiveness and show that anybody can mishear a rap lyric. (laughs) It's not just us. And we're sorry. We appreciated the no, shout Actually, out. I knew that too, man. I, I, I tried to get it through our Twitter, but Marty already was one step ahead of me. He already had hit you guys to what's going on. So I was trying to, uh, you know, chat a little bit online and kind of cause a mystery <laughs> for, for the people too, so they can think we had something going on. But oh, I, no story here, guys. No story here. I love you guys. We love I, you didn't guys. you guys do a hashtag for those days, uh, for a few days, doing <laughs> other other rap lyrics relevant got wrong yeah, or something? I, did, I, I, put, I did a hashtag. Uh, that was so good. Relevant got wrong. And I did that. <laughs> One song by Lloyd that everyone always messes up. Is it five two? Is she five two? I don't know. I, I can't answer that. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone knows. I think scholars are still studying that. I'm not completely sure. Oh, wow. hey, if you guys ever, it. if you guys ever need a mandolin player for your band, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, if you guys ever need a cello, you know, I got that in the holster. So. Social Club Misfits has a new album coming out January 13th, everybody. It's called The Misadventures of Fern and Marty. And if the first single is any indication, it's going to oh, be yeah. incredible. We're excited about That's it. That's going to be really good. Guys, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming Friday, on. Actually. New song this Friday. Oh, nice. Um, and the pre-order starts this Friday. We're excited about it. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there you go. Well, thanks for coming on. Have thanks, a happy guys. holidays. We Bye, appreciate guys. it. Yes, sir. We love you guys. Running away
listening to Bad Bad Not Good. The song is Time Moves Slowly. It's featuring the vocals of Mr. Sam Herring. <clears throat> I'm glad that beef is settled. That feels good. It feels good just <laughs> I'm to gonna, move so on. I'm going to sleep better tonight. Honestly, yeah. I love those guys. They're I would laugh with them all day long. They were really cool. Yeah. I w- yeah. I, maybe next time we'll get a better line or like they can like they, they were both like they called each other and then patched into us and mm-hmm. like uh, if we could uh like get them on their own lines. Yeah, I'd just hang out, have them on for the just show, have them in the sweet. studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Florida. Yeah, they're yeah in it feels like they could they make a rollerblade up here. It's not the way the globe three works. Three seconds delayed. <laughs> 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 well done. All right, well it's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, the question of the week was um, we were talking about the new emojis that are coming out. Oh yeah, black and art. actually, if you have <laughs> iOS, there was an update this yeah. week. All, like uh, fifty new emojis just showed up. Yeah. Avocado. Uh, and and uh, funnily, uh, funnily, uh, is, that's Keep a it. word. Um, uh, I was asking for a shrug emoji. There's a shrug emoji. Yeah. You got your wish. They were listening. The uh, the next day, hey. a shrug emoji appears. Okay, Cameron, the Illuminati is always, always watching. It's like the elf on the shelf. The elf on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we asked you guys uh, if you've ever texted the wrong emoji uh, to somebody that kind of created an awkward situation. Chelsea talked about uh, sending the heart size kissy face to her boss who was single. Oh no, the full on kiss with the the kiss with the heart yeah. coming out. I mm-hmm. never explained it. I just felt weird about How'd it. How the relationship end up going? I moved so you, here. <laughs> you had told me before that you loved him though, right? Deeply, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty stoked because for a long time I've been using the, uh, it was like a symbol of green soup as guacamole, uh-huh. which oddly enough, I had to use a ton of times. The, pro- the problem is that there's a spoon in it. And, it, and yeah, there's like steam like, coming off. Right. Yeah. Like I have to basically say, oh, I love guacamole. Gu- and then that thing. Guacamole. Yeah. But yeah. now there's an avocado. Uh-huh. And so I feel like, yeah. I mean, we're really like, that's just so great. So the yeah. only thing that I Progressive. need is the wide eyed bug eyes without the embarrassed uh, the, the uh, blush on the cheeks. Yeah. I just need surprised. Yeah. They used not- to have Kristen wig emojis and I feel like you could have really used her sweater surprise girl yeah, emoji that's right. that they had. No, that's good. Yeah. That's true. So I got my shrug. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you guys went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. You guys hit us up on Twitter. Um, uh, kind of. Apparently not a lot of you have <laughs> had uh, such mishaps. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea's the one who suggested this question, and it's because she's had many of these mishaps, and I think she thought it was more of a universal problem. <laughs> well, no, around the table, yeah. and this isn't to call you out. I'm mm. just curious. No, this is to has call it, you out, and you're okay with it. Has, has anyone has anyone done this? No. My no. mom has to me, but that's it. But it wasn't yeah. necessarily by accident. It was no. that she just doesn't know how to use them. What is uh, the Android iOS difference? Uh, she okay. no, because she's she's been using that like like sly like side eye thing. Yeah. in text messages to me Wait. that make no sense, but it's kind of like the like you know, the risky smile. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> risky. Like wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. When are you gonna get married? Can you, side can you, eye. <laughs> I don't want to violate your mom's in the, in privacy. The last, in the last week, this has happened. But like, you don't have to read an exact one. But the context of what would she send you that had a side eye? But the 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 key is is I want to know what she's seeing on her Android and because like that she was, doesn't yeah. know what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, because again, she was telling me bad news. Sorry. And put the crying face. What I received was That's, the crying, laughing face. Yeah, grandma's not with us anymore. Right. You're like, God. You're like, no, mom. mom no. Oh but she, God. but on Android, it's not drawn as clear. Yeah. And yeah. she, you know, mm. so it was, it was correct to her. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe yeah. her side eye yeah. thing is we, some totally well, other yeah. emotion. Well, no, it is, it is sultry. I feel like that is just known. 
It's yeah. like smirking a little bit. Yeah. Right. Maybe it, it maybe was, it's a it wink. In, in regard to uh, Christmas purchase ideas, gift ideas. Oh. That she would like to shop for me. Side eye. Makes sense. <laughs> 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 like, like, so are you really shot? Are you really buying? <laughs> like, are you trying that's to say a, that I'm not getting a gift this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, basically the air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get a lot. Yeah, the, yeah. Quotes and text messages send the same message. Yeah. Well, Trainer Hanson, he at least sent one. Oh, that, classic old but it's friend from, of the show. But, but it's from his mother-in-law. Like right, his mother, it's all mothers. His <laughs> mother-in-law sent a video of uh, his toddler. I guess he has a toddler son uh, conducting quote-unquote music he was listening to. Quote. Yeah. So, you know, the kid sitting there listening and doing, you know, miming, conducting music. Yeah. She sent it with a note that said, <laughs> these other music directors better watch out, followed by a several of emojis of what she thought was a quote unquote conductor's finger. Oh, no. One oh. finger off. Oh. He didn't realize until he talked to his mother that was what she was trying oh, to say. He says, I spent several hours trying to figure out why she was so upset about who, quote, those other music directors were. That's so funny. So he had to, he had to like, like my, his, his, his poor mother-in-law. That is like, good. These other music directors better watch out, you know. Middle finger, middle finger, middle finger, middle finger, middle finger, middle finger. Not that, oh, obviously he will that know that so what I'm funny. saying with this string of middle fingers is that these, this is, like, this is conducting. Obvi- obviously this is the conductor emoji. Like, it should be very clear that the middle finger is conducting. I gotta tell you, uh, the funny thing about <laughs> so emojis good. is like when my, you know, my dad texts me and he's like, hey, I'd love to catch up. Let's have coffee. Thumbs up, coffee, kiss face. I was like, I realized I'm like, all right, emojis have jumped the shark, right? We're not, I'm done with this. But then I realized, no, no, when I started using emojis, they had jumped <laughs> the shark. <laughs> I'm a very grown man and somebody was already like, okay, Eddie's using them enough. Let's go back to writing. <laughs> Sarah Chirac, well, this isn't really the answer, answer to the question, but it is a fantastic idea to have to do with emojis and this uh, totally redeems it. Um, she likes to play name that tune with her husband by only using emojis to serenade him. Oh, that sounds like I've a fun game before. I want to play. Like, I would honestly like to play that game with someone where we're, we're <laughs> emojiing each other song titles to see what they guess them. That's a creative idea. Yeah. Honestly, that's like an that's like a, a million dollar app waiting to happen. I'm stealing that, Sarah. Like, yeah. I'm going to make a cool. Trademarked. <laughs> I am. It's going to be like a cool downloadable card game in the app yeah. store. I don't think we're going to have. Game. I, don't, game. I don't think we're going to have another emoji based question of the week. But I would love to see people tweet or Facebook us. And we could try to play the game. Entire, entire, mm. like communicate to us Just an pieces entire of song or something. Oh, yeah. songs. Oh, okay. Okay. There is like is a song title. I was like, we should do or lyric. feedback. Okay. Like send us emoji feedback. feedback. Like, like <laughs> literally craft sentences. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell us things. Yeah. In, be, in emoji. Yeah. They'll be like, love the social club uh, segment where you guys. Middle uh, finger, middle yeah, finger, middle, middle finger, middle finger. finger. <laughs> conducting. <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> This isn't emoji related, but I do feel like I should bring it up. Uh, Andrew Wozniak. Uh, Old friend of the show. He, These, I loved his movies. Yeah. Uh, Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Oh, I, th- I was thinking Wozniak. Wozniak. Yeah, yeah. Poor, poor Andrew just rolled his eyes.
paused and went, I, there was one place in my life where that joke wasn't made. He just he just sent you the side eyes emoji. Yeah. <laughs> middle finger, middle finger, middle finger. Side no, eyes, heart, guacamole. Yeah, but 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 Waz <laughs> sent us a picture of uh, evidently a product that is being sold in stores right now. It is a a large Kit Kat bar. Oh yes, and it's, it says Kit Kat, but the name of this product. Yeah, it's an oversized Kit yeah, Kat bar. Yeah, and the name of the product. Is big cat. Big cat. It with a K. It couldn't make me happier. Big wow. cat. I mean, that's that is the Christian smelling of my name, is yeah. with a K because it's Kaufholz. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't appreciate that. It's more. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. You awesome. literally need to buy a case of it. Yeah, you well, do. It needs to be I, like your calling I, card. Yeah, I like, mean, hey, great, great, yeah. great senior today. Here, big cat. Here oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. always have a few in your pocket you just, for, for friends. Like, yeah, you Wor- just met. You're like a hey, grandfather big with cats Worthers. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> your Worthers. I will tell you that is always it is the calling card of when <laughs> I meet it, somebody walking through an it airport. It should be your literal business card. Just right. like tape mm-hmm. your info on the back, like right. a mailing label on the back of a big cat wrapper. Right, big cat at ijm.org. The only thing is printed on top. The only thing is, the only thing I can see this going wrong. Is you're gonna have to start wearing cargo pants. Otherwise, I don't know how you're gonna carry around Thank those. Big cats. Yeah. <laughs> or and a fanny two, pack. maybe a lovely fanny pack. Two, like I feel like <laughs> even if you're wearing a uh, you know cargo pant, you have one layer of insulation. But if you're walking around, oh, yeah. carrying two pounds of Kit Kat on oh, each leg, it's gonna be yeah. just melty. You're gonna be handing some you're soggy gonna, big cats. Yeah, you're gonna you're be handing people <laughs> basically a liquefied bag. Kit Kat bag of of what was once a big cat. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. know if it's the message you want to say. And they're already going to be kind of not overwhelmed to meet me because I'm not really <laughs> yucking it up. Now this isn't going to help. Like, hey, you just had a really unimpressive encounter with someone that you know. Just cargo candy, shorts. Candy. Really funny candy. is if like you just made a rule like I got to do this after every encounter and like you had like a real serious conversation and they're like, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> Like counseling or yeah, something. Yeah, so it's like, listen, uh, you know, so after that, I haven't talked to my sister in like two years. So and you're like, well, you know, I'll be praying for you. And you get up and there's a gigantic Kit Kat on the table. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, it's his it. calling card when he like, leaves a room is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So when oh, he leaves a situation, like, almost like a, uh, the 1960s Prowlers, they mm-hmm. would have, they would leave behind a little falcon head. Oh, it's or like a little the whatever, uh, water yeah. or whatever bandit on uh, Home yeah. Alone. Right. Yeah, bandit. Yeah. Right. So he, he would leave, bandit, he would leave a big cat. I Anytime almost, he leaves somewhere. I almost see oh. it like, you know. It has to be your go-to tips you know, at restaurants. That, yeah. I, that I like no, because here, Here's the thing. Like, I feel like the modern era has lost a little decorum. I agree. Socially, where I agree. No, I when, when in the old days, if Eddie were to enter a dinner party, yeah. right, he would have his, I, I don't know what this individual job is, but a man comes in beforehand. Huh? He, you know, blows on a little horn or something. Yeah. And he announces to the party, Behold, Lord Edward. He has arrived. <laughs> and then you come in. And then upon your exit, yes. he, with, he you walk out. You yeah, turn your back. Gone. And he, so Eddie has left. Good night to all or whatever. Right. In this situation, you're just throwing big cats everywhere and right. just walking out and leaving <laughs> whatever you out. want. You know? I think that is a 100% idea. Oh, uh, like, like that's going to happen. I mean, yeah. They're not going to last forever. So I think you need to buy up all the inventories uh-huh. like Elaine yeah. with the sponge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like to kind of keep it on DL. <laughs> yeah. Like if I show up to a thing, I'm there and gone before you really yeah. notice it. You could it. do Phantom yeah. of the Opera. Just get a cape and the only thing you can leave yeah. behind. Hey, has anyone seen Eddie? I, he was just sitting on the couch. What's that over there? He replied that he was coming <laughs> to this Christmas party. So 
Eddie, and then so Eddie was on the couch. We look again. He's gone. We but there's a big, big cat, cat sitting at where he was. Yeah. Sitting yeah. upright. Sitting so you upright. a pillow behind him. You didn't see it last night? You didn't see it last night at the Christmas party? No, there was an empty chair with a big cat in it. I didn't know what it meant. Right. He, I, yeah. Yeah, and he's been here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All here. right. Well, that'll do it for last week's feedback. It's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Well, okay, a little, little behind the scenes tell you what's coming up over the next couple of weeks on the podcast. Uh, the And that matters for this question of the week. Um, next week, next Friday, the 23rd, we will have a, a, an all new episode. Um, the, the last Friday of the year, the 30th, is our annual uh, best of the year mm-hmm. where we relive the best conversations and stuff. Oddly, one of my yeah. favorite shows. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever been on it, but I always love it. Like one year Cohen dropped in. <laughs> like it's just so sweet. Yeah. I yeah. love the little yeah. like it's the hey, new- we could do that. We yeah, can do he, that should. he should. He'll yeah. be out of school. He can come yeah. in and record with me yeah. and we will intro the <laughs> yeah, segments yeah. together. That was fun. Let's That's do cute. that. Um, and then, you know, the next time we'll have a full uh, after the 23rd, the next time we'll have a feedback segment will be on January 6th. So this is the last question of the week of 2016. Because on next week's show, the 23rd, we won't ask one because we're going to have a gap, right? We're kind of looking at the end. You've been doing top 50, all those kind yeah. of like best books of 2016 are coming out. Right. It's yeah. The, sort of that the relevant top 50 six week series uh, culminated uh, this week. Very it good just show, finished. by the way. Missing a pretty key element. But other than that, what was the key element? Well, <laughs> felt pretty rounded out to me. Felt uh, lack of heart, oh. lack of humor. Oh, okay. I like there this. was a Cur- kind of a, a Dave, middle seat. That Dave Matthews' been. band was curiously absent. I'm going to say uh, we should have done just one test show to see what it was like when I brought the magic, but you do what you do. When, uh, when we were recording the final episode of the Top 50 this week, we actually were remarking that uh, 2016 was a difficult year for a lot of people. I'm not just mm-hmm. talking about the election. Yeah. Uh, if you think back about the news that's happened, the war, uh, racial injustice, uh, all the celebrities that died, a ton of death. Yeah. A lot of people have been talking about they can't wait for this year to be over. Totally. I'm not a pessimist. I'm not. I mean, I don't want to live life thinking, oh, I just can't wait for this to end. Right. Like, if you're in a tough situation, like. There's always a silver lining. There's yeah. always an opportunity to turn the corner. There's always a tomorrow. Always. You don't have to like lament that what is. You can be hopeful for what could be. That's how I would try to live life. Right. And let's do that for 2016. Yeah. You know, uh, when people do a lot of the retrospectives this year, it's going to be difficult. How about let's look back for the feedback segment this week for the question of the week. Tell us something good or great that happened to you or yeah. you feel or you're going to take with you from 2016 moving forward. Yeah. Let's, let's end this year on a yeah. good note. Well, and that's not to make any of the hard parts of 2016 right. invalid. It's just that it's also it's like we don't, we don't want to invalidate some of the great stuff that happened, right. like yeah. even just personally. Like right. I had one of the best years of my life. Yeah. It had, I, there was also some really hard things in the news. Absolutely. But just yeah. me. It was great. And and too, like life is never all bad mm. or all good. Yeah, You're not right. on a mountaintop or a valley. It's a, it's, a, it's a railroad track. The good and the bad are side by side always. And if you only focus on one of them, you're going to you're going to get off balance. And yeah. and for us, let's 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 rebalance this thing and let's talk about what was good about 2016. So that's your question of the week. We want to know what what you what you're going to take away. Something that was great about 2016. You can hit us up on uh, the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. You can also uh, tweet us at Relevant Podcast, and we will read our favorites on next week's show. That'd be a good way to go into the Christmas mm-hmm. weekend. That yeah. makes you feel good. Yeah. Many thanks to uh, our show sponsor for making this episode possible. Remember, you can, you can go to warbyparker.com slash relevant to begin your 
uh, home try-on experience today. It's completely free. And by making this show possible, literally, I would not be able to see if it was not for Warby. <laughs> <laughs> and while I am not the whole show, I would say there is a large portion of slices. Yeah, that you could have gotten here. Slices yeah. would have just been silent. I could yeah. have <laughs> my little portion. You just made something up. We would have yeah. just had this big Kit Kat bar <laughs> sitting <laughs> on that seat over there. Just <laughs> really <laughs> staring at it. Eddie would have just made up a news story and had Denzel come and yell at him yeah. for it. Like, that is fake news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, thanks to our guests for joining us. Chris Kilala's new album, Split the Sky, is out now. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Kilala. And also thanks to the Social Club Misfits guys for joining us. Um, their new album, The Misadventures of Fern and Marty, is out next month. But like they said, today, a new single is released and pre-orders start now. I would say support them for all that we put them through. <laughs> yeah, it feels yeah. like... And their music's and awesome. Their music's good. Yeah. yeah, and they do, yeah. Win-win, yeah. even yeah. though there's a pretty pretty intense relevant diss in the middle of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Still not them. sold on that. No. <laughs> no, I mean, they're great guys. But You know how Kanye was like tinkering with songs up until the day it came mm-hmm. out? Yeah. I have a feeling Social Club might dust off, open up a couple <laughs> tracks, just to update some of the lyrics that they... So <laughs> they got a month. Um, <laughs> hey, if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, or not last-minute, but if you're looking for a Christmas gift, you can go and uh, give the gift of Relevant. Yeah. Uh, if you go to relevantmagazine.com, uh, you can subscribe there. You can buy a gift subscription. Um, it's only like 12 bucks, I think. And uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. And uh, we'd appreciate the support. And we think that it's a gift that they'll enjoy. Descriptions really are fun. Because it's yeah. like you just do get it like... Yeah, and you, you'll get around. a little uh, personalized... You can put in a personalized message mm-hmm. and a little like uh, digital gift card that you can like send to them at a predetermined time and on, the whole thing. Yeah. Or you can print out a thing if please, you... Please send tweet pictures and screenshots of you sending it to Big Cat or from Big Cat. Or <laughs> with a K. With a K. Yeah, with a K. Yeah, Big Cat. Um, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'm Cameron Strang. I am Eddie Koffeltz. I'm Chelsea Steele. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Holiday. I got broads in Atlanta, twisted the D in the fan. Credit cards and the scams, hitting the leaks in the van. Legacy, fan. Why is he lit like a pan? Going out like a Montana. Honey killers on their hands. Legacy, fan. Why is he fan? Pegasus. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Connect with us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast, and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. I got broads in Atlanta, Trisha Dublin is true, sip of Credit cards and the scammers, wake up beside you, shoot, let designer, hold with your lattice shoot. They be at the rent, I know we clap shoot. I be pulling us up in the final shoot. I got plenty of stuff with Bugatti, but look how I try to shoot. Black and six, final. Why is he killing no comma? Papa Perk, I got Stanley Gorilla, they come and kill you with bananas. So feel as I feel it, pull up in the final. No niggas, they come and kill you on the counter. Broly is dancing bigger than the panic. Go out to the Grammy, but pull your final. In the mascot, they're like, what do you learn to be? Uh, I don't know. A guy with a huge baseball head.